back with some more college basketball action here for Monday, November 28th. And Feast Week has pretty much come to an end. Not a great slate of college basketball games today, to say the least. But there are a few interesting matchups, um, a few games that I want to take a look at. So let's jump right into it. Now, we start out with probably the most interesting matchup of the day, Pitt taking on Northwestern. Pitt comes into this one as the 160th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Northwestern is the 78th overall team. And, you know, it's a Pitt team that I've already bet against a few times this season. I mean, it's not all doom and gloom for this team, but um, they're not a great team. I mean, they do have a few wins to, to add to that record over some, you know, 300 plus teams. Um, but, you know, dropped three against top 100 teams before that. Still looking for that first win um, against the top 100 team. And overall, all, the biggest problem for Pitt is they're just not a great shooting team, which is not a great thing to say about it. A team, oh, they can't shoot the basketball. Well, that's kind of Pitt's problem. Only a 49.9 effective field goal percentage on the season. Um, you know, they're not great from three either, only hitting 29.8% from beyond the arc. Blake Kinson um, does all he can. I mean, leads this team in points with 16 points per game, also 6.6 .6 rebounds per game, leading the team there. Um, and overall, he's looked good. And when we look over at Northwestern, they do come into this game following a loss to Auburn but they are five and one here entering this game overall though i think they've struggled a bit more than that record shows especially on the offensive side of the ball my biggest concern with northwestern coming into the season um, was the turnovers and they haven't been great in that department turning the ball over on 18.7 percent of their possessions not to mention they haven't shot the ball great either i mean Quite honestly, they shot the ball a little bit worse than Pitt, which is not something you want to be saying. 45.6 uh, effective field goal percentage on the season. But the main reason Northwestern has won games and has looked so good this season is because of the defensive side of the ball. Uh, one of the top teams on the defensive side thus far, ninth in defensive efficiency coming into this game. Overall, their shot defense has really just been terrific this season, holding their opponents to a 38.5 effective field goal percentage on the season. They've also been fairly strong rebounding the basketball. Um, you know, Bobby Barron leans the way for Northwestern in that department with seven rebounds per game. And overall, yeah, Northwestern has relied on the defense heavily. It's kept them in games. You know, it kept them with win one point against Auburn. But this is a pretty large spread to, to rely just on your defense and really have no involvement from the offense. I mean, when you're playing in the 40s like they did against Auburn, it gets harder to cover nine and a half points. And I think that's their biggest problem here coming into this game. Yeah, Northwestern has a strong defense, but their offense can't shoot the ball. And, and while Pitt's offense isn't much better, it is slightly better. Defensively, Pitt's not the worst team in the world. And while Jeff Cable is certainly on the hot seat for Pitt this season, I just think this spread is way too big, even on the road here for Pitt. I'm taking this plus nine and a half here against Northwestern. Like I said, a pretty small card today, but before we get into that second game, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hottipbest.com. We got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC picks being posted up every single day, as well as horse racing up on the website. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. Follow my personal account at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I'm putting out, as well as on Best Stamp, where you can get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time that I place a bet. Last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads, and drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Monday, and let's get into the second game. 
Now for the second game here on Monday, we actually do still have an MTE going on. The Pacific MTE here between Cal Poly and Pacific. Granted, it is campus site game, so really whatever on the MTE side of things. But for Cal Poly, come into this game as the 287th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. Pacific is the 261st overall team. Um, and an interesting spot for these teams. Cal Poly coming off the win against Idaho um, in their last game. Pacific comes off of this one or off of a loss against Idaho in their last game. And, and overall, Pacific has struggled a little bit out of the gate, um, but I think they're very close. If they could just clean up a few things, I think they could be a very, very good team. I mean, they've shot the ball extremely well this season, a 53.7 effective field goal percentage on the season. Pacific's also hitting 37.9% from beyond the arc. Not to mention, they do a really good job not turning the ball over. They only turn it over on 13.6% of their possessions. That is the eighth best turnover percentage in the entire country for this Pacific team. I mean, Tyler Beard does a really good job forcing turnovers on the other end. 2.7 steals per game overall it's a pacific team that offensively has been very very strong and yeah Kyle Pauly has you know had varying levels of success this season I mean not much they only have two wins on the season their first d1 win coming against Idaho in that last game and you know John Smith is certainly looking to keep some of that momentum alive that they got from that win because it was a team last year in Cal Poly that really had some struggles only won seven games overall only two in big west play but they did return some of the highest minutes in the entire conference but kind of like I said about every time I preview this Cal Poly team when you return a lot of starting minutes from from a bad team what does it really mean matter i mean they were a bottom 20 team in the country when it came to turnovers last season they continue to do that here this year turning it over on 22.2 percent of their possessions and overall it's a cal poly team that has certainly just played some sloppy basketball and i think that turnover rate and in, in the differential these two teams has is really going to be the difference maker here in this game because don't get me wrong the pacific defense certainly has some things they can clean up i mean their shot defense especially hasn't been great and isn't exactly the best thing to say about a team that can't guard shooters um but but with Pacific can push tempo, get up and down the court, and, and really just rely on their offense to score points, get buckets, um, and play even you know a little bit of defense, really just cause turnovers, hold on to the ball themselves. I think Pacific can run away with this game. I'm taking them minus five and a half here against Cal Poly.